This is the time of year that so many families with little kids are traveling. Are you traveling with littles this year? Hang on, and we're going to try to make it a better experience for you, giving you three magic ways that you can hopefully have a better experience. Does your child have a speech-language delay and you really want them to talk? Do difficult behaviors derail home life and you know the frustration is a communication struggle? Does your child see a speech therapist and you wonder, what do they do and how can I help? If these or similar questions are in your mind, this podcast is for you. Hello, my name is Dina Lynn Rosenbush. I am a speech language pathologist that has worked with children from birth to 21 for three decades. And in my classrooms, I see you wanting to connect with the heart of your child, but their speech and language skills create a barrier. So if you have a kiddo that has difficult behaviors, needs to expand their language or learn to say speech sounds, and maybe even receives speech therapy, stay tuned because in this podcast, you will learn how to use your daily life as a tool to communication practice and how to do that practice. You will become confident knowing you are making the difference you want to make. And you will hear success stories of parents who have navigated these struggles already. We'll do this all while focusing on building deep, meaningful connection and confidence in your kiddo. So grab a cup of coffee along with a notebook and pen. It's time to speak in the way your child's brain understands. And that is the language of play. As always, parents, if you're looking for a little bit more help to make your home more connected, more happy, more loving, and you're wondering, how do I communicate these things? One thing you can do is keep listening to these episodes. And another thing you can do is to send me an email at hello at the language of or book a Zoom call where we can have a conversation about your goals and how we could work together so you can achieve your goals more easily. The calendar link and the email are found in the show notes below. All right, are you traveling with littles? Today we're going to talk about three magic ways to make it more joyful, to have a better experience. But of course, kids will be kids. And we also have our own stresses and we will be us. These are great ideas, great strategies, and I hope that you have time ahead of time to Implement the learning, how to do them. And if you do, I think that your trip will be better. But of course, we never know what other things come along the way. When traveling with children, they like to know what's going on. They have a little more sense of peace and security when they know what's going to happen. Sometimes we want to include our children in on the decision making. And let's face it, you make the decisions. Really, this means letting them know what's going on and listening to their thoughts, ideas, and concerns. Sometimes they'll have a great idea and we choose to do it. And other times we need to acknowledge those ideas and keep on our own plan anyway. Acknowledge all of it. It doesn't mean that we have to change our plans to accommodate them. It means to validate their feelings and their thoughts. So as we get started in our three ways to make it joyful, Let's take a look at what this part looks like. We say, hey Susie, 
we're going to stay in a hotel. You've never been to a hotel before. It's fun. There will be two big beds in the same room. You might want to even share a picture from the internet for her. If a child shares thoughts in return, maybe you hear something like, I don't like Uncle Ralph. And you can say, you don't like Uncle Ralph? That's okay. You can stay by me. And of course, when a child shares thoughts like this, you want to understand what they're saying better. Decide right away a time that you can follow up with this conversation. I know that this conversation may or may not be able to be had right in that moment. But validating what your child says and repeating what they said to them helps them know that they're heard and helps you know also if what you say back to them is really what they meant. Because sometimes we can say exactly back to our children what they said, and it's still not what they meant. So, depending on the age of your child, we can inform them of more or less details, and we can ask them for more or less input. Now, let's get into our main three points for today. What I just went over is a staple experience that we should do regularly with our kiddos. It helps them to be calm. It helps them to feel seen and heard. And now, let's move on into three magic potions that help your children to handle traveling. Your magic potion number one is something I call no surprises. So that means we're going to outline the main points for our kids. Of course there's going to be surprises, even when you plan. Even if you tell them everything that's going to happen, there's always surprises. But if you go into the travel experience thinking no surprises to the best of our ability, it gives your child a framework for them to know what to expect. It eases the anxiety of not knowing. This also means when the plans change, we let them know. But I am not saying don't do the spontaneous stop for ice cream or other fun thing. Here's how it looks. Susie, you need to know something. Ah, we got her attention. The plan changed. Here's what's going to happen now. The ice cream shop is closed. Pause to sink in so she has a little time to process. Now we will eat lunch and have ice cream at Grandma's house instead. This lets your child know that the thing that they were totally interested in, the ice cream, is still going to happen, and that you are sensitive to them needing to know what has happened. When we tell our children about a change of plan, always do it in a positive mood and tone about the things that you're going to do, if at all possible. And if we approach our children with a mood like, well, we don't get to do that. Instead, we're going to have to do this. Our voice displays disappointment and your child will naturally respond by feeling disappointment. They will mirror your behavior. That's the way they are. So you show them how you want them to be responsive by being that way and that you're more likely to have them mirror you back. Children are very sensitive to your emotions, your mood, and your tone. And they don't always interpret them correctly. They might assign the wrong label or thought to those feelings, but they are still responding to them. So your magic potion number two is going to not really be a surprise to you. And that would be to validate your kid's feelings 
and thoughts. Validate all the feelings, all the time. And again, this is to the best of your ability. Life happens. But set an intention to validate how they feel. This does not mean you have to agree in order to validate well. Here's what it looks like. You look happy. You must like this. I see you're crying. Do you feel sad? Or, I'm sorry, Susie. I know you were really looking forward to playing checkers. That is disappointing. Let's leave the checkers out where we can see them so we don't forget to play after we clean up dinner. As you can see, you are still present with them and you're doing what you need and want to do. But you're helping your child now in this moment to be able to handle it also. You're telling your child that you're not afraid of their feelings and they're learning that you can handle their feelings. That leads to them trusting you with their feelings and they learn that feelings are manageable. They learn they don't have to avoid their feelings and that builds trust in themselves with their own feelings. When humans of any age try to avoid their feelings, those feelings come out sideways. It comes out sideways in fear, anger, sarcasm, sassiness, behavior, or something else. But when you validate the feelings and you talk about what's going on, you give your child a surprising amount of power to be able to navigate it themselves. Now here is magic potion number three, and this marries the two things I just said and builds it up. So this is why I call it the magic. You are going to talk to your child, helping them to imagine what's going on in the future using their senses. When you're talking out what is going to happen, you will talk about what they will see, what they will hear, what they will feel, what they will taste, what they will smell, and what they will experience. So here's an example of what it looks like. Hey, Susie, when we go to the hotel, you're going to see lots of people and Christmas trees full of red and green balls and lots of twinkling lights. We are going to see beautiful lights that sparkle in many colors. I think the hotel will be really pretty. This gives them a positive expectation of what's going on. Another thing you might want to say is, you might smell chlorine. That's the smell of a swimming pool. And we can swim in the morning, so you can expect the smell. But we aren't going to be swimming the first night we get there. The next morning we will be able to. This helps your daughter know what she can and can't expect, and then you can refer back to it. She can also get excited about swimming, and maybe she's afraid of swimming. Or maybe she's not familiar with a swimming pool yet. You might say to her, Pool is like a big bathtub. You won't have to be afraid. I will be in the water with you if you want to go in. I will hold you next to me the whole time if you want to. And if you only want to look, that's okay too. So when you tell them things like this, you're letting them know they're free and they're safe in the ways that they might have fear around water. Here's another thing you could say. Your cousins will be at Grandma's house. And maybe you want to list who they are. Grandma's fireplace will be burning. You will feel warm flames and you will smell wood burning. When you're at the fire, you will stay by me. This sets the expectations. By regularly doing this, 
You create the environment where kids are able to talk to you about the things that they see and they smell and they hear, taste, their experiences. It's what they care about. And you're opening the door for them to be able to use that language with you. So in summary, the magic to making your travel experience a little bit better is in connection. When the trust is built because in these new situations that are coming up, you have communicated to them what to expect, and then you've opened the door for them to talk back to you, the communication is clear and your child feels empowered. So how do you do it? The first thing that I called a magic potion was to tell the outline. No surprises is what I called it. And it means don't try to surprise children with the basics, like a surprise to where they're going when they're already having a lot of other surprises. We might think it's fun to surprise them by seeing Santa Claus, but they might get afraid instead because they didn't know to expect it. They're surrounded by surprises, so give them the anchoring points to know the basics of what is happening. Magic potion number two, validate their thoughts and their feelings. This means you're hearing them and that their feelings are okay. You're not rattled or afraid of their thoughts or their feelings. And by the way, this works for humans of all ages. And number three, help your kiddos to use their imagination to think what it might be like. It helps calm the noise on the inside for our kiddos. It helps take away fear. And again, it adds to trust. So all of this is going to build your connection and your communication and give your kiddos ways to communicate about these things that can be tricky themselves. I wish you a very happy holiday season as you are traveling in the car and bringing your littles along. Hey parents, I hope you found this episode helpful. If so, would you please take 30 seconds and share it with a friend who also lives or works with children? I would really appreciate it if you would leave a quick review for the show on Apple Podcasts. I read every review and it lights me up to know that this show is making a difference. Then come join my Facebook community where you'll meet other parents who are dedicated to helping their children grow too. You'll find the link in the show notes. Thank you for joining me. Now it's time to go. Let's pop our kiddos in the strollers and go look around outdoors and see what we have to talk about.